1: Hey, what's up, friends? Welcome to today's episode of the Green Industry Podcast. I'm excited to share with you the origin story of how I started my lawn and landscaping business. And so what I wanna do is go ahead and share the story. It's actually from chapter one of my audio book, Cut That Grass and Make That Cash. And then we're gonna actually have Mr. Producer fire that up and go ahead and play uh, that clip here in just a moment. And then I'm gonna come back on after the story and share kind of the lessons I learned, the, the valuable lessons I learned from this school of experience moment. Because in hindsight... I should have educated myself, really count the cost, establish an intentional plan to have a profitable business right out of the gate. Is that possible in lawn and landscaping? Absolutely. If you're willing to put in the work and do things the right way, can be a very profitable business and you can earn a lot of money doing this. Even in year one, we get asked that question quite frequently. How long does it take until you're actually making money? Or, you know, I make $55,000 a year at my job. Can I replace that if I go cut grass, you know, as my full-time gig and things like that. And so the answer is yes, with a big asterisk next to it. If you understand overhead cost recovery. If you have efficient setup, if you're organized and all these things we're going to talk about here after I tell my origin story. But I say all that to say that's not how I started. (laughs) So I will tell you the story of how I started and then uh, what not to do uh, in the post game press conference there or the uh, what do they call it? There you go, post game analysis. So that is the game plan. Hey, thank you for today's show sponsors, Smart Rain and Company Cam. We appreciate them linking arms with us here at the Grain Industry Podcast. So without further ado, Mr. Producer is going to fire up here in just a moment. Chapter one from my audiobook, Cut That Grass and Make That Cash. It is called I Had an Idea and then concluding that, I'm going to come back on and share the post-game analysis, key takeaways of what I would do differently if I was going into year one nowadays. So it's going to be a fun episode. Go ahead and take it over, Mr. Producer.
0: Do you want to cut your property water utility costs by 30 to 50%? SmartRain's commercial smart irrigation controller is one of the most sophisticated and technically advanced controllers on the market today. SmartRain's smart controller comes with a 7-inch display, standard 48 zones, the most intuitive mobile app in the industry, Google Maps integration, and a lifetime warranty smart rain helps commercial properties save time money and water with smart irrigation systems go to smartrain.net or talk to us at 877-346-3333 that's 877-346-3333 to take advantage of our pre-season sale mention podcast to get 800 off each controller the only app every landscaper needs. CompanyCam makes it dead simple to communicate, document and problem solve with guys in the field, no matter where you are. Company Cam brings documentation, communication and liability protection together in one simple, easy to use app for you and your entire team. Take unlimited photos and videos, share custom reports, create flawless before and afters and even communicate and share progress with homeowners, with galleries and projects Timelines all from your smartphone. Company Cam, the only app every landscaper needs. Check it out at companycam.com forward slash green or find it in your app store. The link will also be in today's show notes.
1: Hi, friends, this is Paul. It seems like yesterday that the Wendy's bacon cheeseburger was only 99 cents. Now it's about two dollars. Wendy's did not just double that price overnight, they did it incrementally and consistently over time. It is best practice that we also do the same in our businesses. To help you clearly communicate with your clients about raising their rates, we created our ever-popular Rate Increase Letter. This plug-and-play document is simple, straightforward, and wildly successful. The Rate Increase Letter is available for immediate download at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. Again, that's at greenindustrypodcast.com.
0: Remember to give us a five-star rating and well-worded review on Apple Podcasts. Now, more of the Green Industry Podcast with your host, Paul Jamieson.
1: Chapter one, I had an idea. In 2011, I was nearly clueless in life. I was a recent college graduate. I was deeply in debt with student loans, credit cards, and I had a very low-paying job. Statistically, I was living well below the poverty level. Thankfully, a friend of mine had turned me on to a fellow named Dave Ramsey. He had given me a CD, compact disc series from Dave Ramsey called Financial Peace University. As I listened to the teachings and took notes along the way, I realized I had a huge issue. My income was less than my expenses. And I had dug a huge pit of debt, but I only had a small shovel income to fill it in. The solution was obvious. Get to work. I needed to earn money and fast. To make matters worse, I had recently made a commitment that was very unwise. My buddy had just struck a deal with Randy Jackson from American Idol and was headed out west to pursue his music career. He asked me if I could stay at his home for a year and take care of the mortgage and utilities for 12 months. He said I could have roommates that could help pay the bills. At the time, I was searching for a place to stay, so I said yes. The problem was, initially, I could not find any roommates, so I was stuck with a $928 house payment each month plus utilities. I began to get paralyzed with fear and anxiety about money. How was I going to pay for all the bills I had? I was eagerly exploring several options of places to potentially work. And so one evening, I decided to truly take it to the Lord in prayer. I went on a prayer walk around the neighborhood. Perhaps my neighbors thought I was crazy. Why was this guy talking to himself and walking? (laughs) But I was desperate. I needed money, I needed a miracle, I needed a breakthrough, I began to pour out my heart to God. I truly was casting my cares and anxieties upon Him, asking for wisdom and a plan of what to do to be able to pay all these bills. As I was walking, I arrived at a cul-de-sac and noticed something that caught my attention because it did not make any sense. What was so strange and puzzling to me was that there was this house for sale, but it looked like the grass had not been cut all year. It was like a forest. Overgrown grass. Weeds up to my knees. I thought to myself, what kind of real estate agent is this? Would it not make sense to have some curb appeal? Make the place look nice. Who would roll up on this house and want to buy it when it looked abandoned? Out of curiosity, I called the number on the for sale sign. A lady immediately answered. I introduced myself and told her my concern about this property. Not only was it an eyesore for our neighborhood, but why would they let it get so overgrown if their goal is to sell it? The real estate agent explained to me, That the gentleman who had maintained their listing for the last 20 plus years, he was in the hospital, and the timetable of his recovery kept getting expanded. Long story short, it was supposed to be attended to, and they were giving time to their long guy to get it taken care of. But because of his health situation, it had not been taken care of. What happened next changed my life forever. Sometimes God delays his answer for our prayers, but sometimes there's a sudden answer. My motive in calling the real estate agent about this overgrown property is because it seemed unusual and I was just curious what the story was. But something wild happened. The real estate agent, for whatever reason, assumed I was a lawn care professional. And so she asked me, what my rate was to mow the grass and get the property up to par. As she asked me that question, I felt like time literally froze. I was perhaps in a cartoon and the light bulb went off. The idea struck me. I can use the mower in my friend's garage, cut the grass, and make some cash. My emotions literally dramatically changed from fear and oppression to excitement and joy. Here I was, literally on a prayer walk, crying out to God for some provision, and now a lady is offering to pay me to mow some grass. What happened next was bittersweet. After a long pause, the real estate agent asked me again, Just let me know the price and when you can get it done, and we'll cut you a check. It should arrive in two to three business days. My long pause was because I was thinking what in the world do I charge? I remember in high school, I would cut my neighbor Frank's yard for 20 bucks. This property, however, looked like a forest. I figured I would probably have to mow it three times just to get the height of the turf to a reasonable height. In fear that she was going to hang up on me for my delayed response, I blurted out, $60. She said, deal. She told me that If this gentleman was not able to get back to work immediately, that she would have other properties for me to maintain as well. She gave me her email address and told me upon completion of the maintenance to email her and she would get me the check in the mail. I would later learn what check in the mail really meant, but we'll save that for a later chapter about billing best practices. is the story, the raw, authentic story of how I got started in the lawn care business. Now I know and I appreciate the guys that are transitioning from maybe another career where they had a nice cushy salary and they're getting ready to start a lawn care business or perhaps are in the first season and uh, reach out to us and you know listen to the show for education. And so I'm not saying what I did was the right way to do it, we just willy nilly go for it. Now, I mean, I did it, but as you progress through the book cut that grass and make that cash you will find that i went through a lot of hardship because i did not have the firm foundation in my business of a great marketing plan and you know solid professional efficient equipment definitely didn't have the right people on the bus you know year 1 in regards to a team of employees and subcontractors and um, my numbers we often talk about knowing your numbers well not like K N O W. That's like intelligence or no, you know, a good no. I I did not know my numbers, like no and no, like no, no, no clue what I was doing. And we'll play on words there, but I will. I move right along. <laughs> but I was actually pretty good at Scrabble uh, back in the day, Mister Producer. But when you're on podcasting, what I'm trying to communicate might not always come out as clearly as as I as I as it could. But I will emphasize this, friends, that it is so crucial to get your ducks in a row because guys are doing these one-on-one coaching calls with me and they're presenting to me, you know, this information where, you know, I got two kids at home. I got a wife. I'm making $55,000 a year. I want to start a lawn care business. You know, do, do you think I should do it? And my answer as I teased earlier in the broadcast is yes, but there's an asterisk next to that. You have to understand that there's a four out of five businesses fail. That's 80%. So how are you going to be in the 20% to actually succeed? Is it possible? Yes. But you do need to know what you're doing with marketing to make sure your pipeline's full that you have customers. You do need to make sure you understand that you know your target market of why do you want to work in the area that you want to work in and, and truly, you know. Um, have that plan formulated and then execute on it. So you have customers, so you have work so that the money's coming in so that, the children are being fed, the diapers are being bought, happy wife, happy life type scenario, because worst case scenario is you quit the job, you make the mistakes that I made year one, and then you're really in trouble because the business is struggling. And then those relationships are going to be a consequence and effect, you know, a negative consequence of the failing business. And it could be a disaster. So I, I say all that as a warning and I'm going to get back to the positive of why I would say, yes, go for it in a moment but when i started my business i i didn't have a wife i didn't have kids and so i was able to fall so to speak and there was a safety net around there that i just had time so i would go work other jobs to make money to make ends meet until i finally figured out my numbers and i finally got bookkeeper finally got my my finances in order to the break even analysis point where I, I realize I have to make this amount per hour just to pay all my overhead. And then if I want to make enough to pay myself the salary that I want to earn, I have to make this amount per man hour. And I started to really get into that groove. And then that shot me up with confidence that I got to raise my prices. I got to, you know, improve my customer retention by doing better work and working in better neighborhoods. And I'm, I'm learning all of that over time. And so what I'm telling you, cause I'm, 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 this is, um, on the front of my mind, because I've been having these serious conversations with guys and I just feel the weight of it. I'm like. You're going to base your decision off. I mean, obviously not just my opinion, but my there's a weight to what I'm, you know, and I appreciate that guys that you reach out to me and want to know what I think about your situation. I just want to let you know that it also, I feel the weight of like, okay, get the boat close to the dock and then make the jump. I didn't have the boat close to the dock. I just jumped right into the water without my life jacket on. And I swam and swam and swam and swam and swam and and finally was able to grab the ledge of the boat and climb in. And I got away with it. But if you have a wife and kids, you really need to get all of this stuff in order. And so we're here to help. And uh, we're actually this week, we're really going to dial in on some of these topics. I'm going to dive into a marketing plan that actually works. And so uh, we're going to be discussing that on a future episode. I think we're going to play that this week, Mr. Producer. Okay, good. that will be really cool. And uh, we're going to talk about these different foundational principles to really make sure that your business is profitable coming out of the gate, because it is possible. We definitely want to see that happen. And then I know, and I want to serve All of you guys out there listening, some of y'all are like, "Paul, I've been in business for thirty years, man. Give me the meat and potatoes. Give give me the good stuff, man. I know how to run this business. I'm looking for that tip to stay, you know, on the edge of uh, ahead of the competition and and cutting edge. and And uh, stay tuned. We will definitely get to that. I just wanted to be honest that this is how I started my business. I I didn't start it, you know, with a um, bachelor degree in business. I didn't start it with uh, YouTube. Education. Um, that, that didn't happen until 2013 and 14, where I started watching YouTube videos to learn. And then obviously the podcasting, um, system, so to speak of, you know, the Mr. Producer originals of LCR media podcast and the kid contractor podcast and the Fullerton unfiltered podcast and all the other, I'm not going to name them all. Cause then I'll forget one guy and then he'll get mad at me. And I'm. Listen, there's like 20 good lawn and landscape podcasts out there um, that are my friends, that are good shows that will definitely give you some good nuggets to help you in your business. So, all of that didn't come until after my business was already started. So, I learned via my mistakes, and you don't have to do that. You don't have to go out and learn through your mistakes, meaning you can learn from my mistakes, Fullerton's mistakes, Julio Tomei's mistakes, you know, guys that have been doing this for over a decade. Plus, and we're telling you what we learned the hard way, so then you just say, "Oh, well, I heard this on Paul's podcast, or Brian's podcast, and Julio's podcast and Naylor's podcast. And so I'm going to take their, their advice, and then kind of, our ceiling can be your floor. And so anyway, that's why I open up my book with raw, real, authentic truth of, of what I really went through um, my first year. In business. So we'll be sharing some more um, clips from the book at the moment. And guys, I can't guarantee this deal will be offered when you're listening to the podcast because of time. um, Amazon may pull this awesome promotion. But as of the spring of 2021, you can get the Cut That Grass and Make That Cash audiobook for free. You don't need a Q tip, you don't need to clean out your ears. You heard me. Free. Free 99. <laughs> zero dollar and zero cents for a limited time only. Um, the link is in the show notes to cut that grass, make that cash audiobook. What they're doing is their um, Amazon bought Audible and they're trying to um, bring folks into the Audible ecosystem. And so they're offering a free 30-day trial um, to show you what they got to work with. And uh, see if you want to be a part of um, Audible. And so uh, what you do is you click on the link, you can sign up for the free 30-day trial, then they give you one free credit to get whatever book you would like to get. And then select, cut that grass and make that cash. It's four hours and two minutes. And uh, you can go ahead and listen to it narrated by me, produced by Mr. Producer. And I share the story of my lawn and landscape business. So thank you guys for listening to today's show. We appreciate Smart Rain and Company Cam for sponsoring today's episode. And uh, I'm really looking forward this week to diving into uh, marketing and how you can really get great customers, the best customers uh, through a marketing plan that will, you know, fill up that pipeline and uh, get the phone ringing. Get the business booming and uh, I'll share share with you my best marketing tips coming up later on this week. So follow the show, subscribe to the show. I think they're going to change that. It used to be called subscribe to my podcast, smash that subscribe button, but I think they're going to switch it to call, uh, be called follow my podcast. So whether you listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Podbean, they're all kind of ones. Stitcher, yeah, they're all over the place. Follow the show so that when we come out with a new episode, you can listen to it so that your lawn and landscape business can go to the next level. We are here to help, my friend. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Green Industry Podcast.
0: This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.